Let's start the show. Ooh, okay. It's, uh, it's off the cuff, baby. And Get today's right episode, what is, well, what is this show, if you're listening? Well, it's the greatest show ever. Um, <laughs> it's pretty much the greatest show ever. Whatever, whatever your podcast list is, just put this at the top now. Okay? That's, That's it. Just, uh, it's already a done deal. It's a foregone conclusion. That's so what we hold are. on. That's what the show is. The this show is a foregone conclusion of it of excellence. <laughs> <laughs> I got to do the elephant in the room, and I'm just going to blame you right off the bat. Wait, um, what? I have to. I don't have a choice. If What's you listen the to, if you listen to last, week, I'm making one actually. Actually, it's not even really. A thing. <laughs> <laughs> but if you listen to last week's podcast. When Mike was playing the video it's on fixed. the podcast, no, I, I'm, I'm just going to say it anyway. I could say, <laughs> I could say it because because I was I was eating lunch with Greg <clears throat> on Thursday, and he's like, you know, he goes, Dave, I, I really love your podcast. I think it's great. He goes, I, I I never thought I would have a gripe. He goes, but and I go, don't don't say it because he must have listened to it like early you know what i mean i was like yeah. don't say it i go we fixed it <laughs> but the 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 video when you play the video the volume may have not been there for whatever reason technical issues and i do blame uh the underpaid producer on this one because he should have been here uh yeah. well today no, no, too 100 no. percent, he would have known that there could have been an audio issue at that point in the show but he just he just sliced off the beginning and end he phoned it in yeah, he's he he's lazy, you know. Yes, he um, delivered a plate of microwave steak. Typical millennial. <laughs> <laughs> microwave steak. <laughs> anyway, sorry, uh, I just, the, I the audio should it. be fixed. So if you didn't it's listen fixed. to last it's, week, it's it should be fixed now. It's okay? fixed. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, we I, got, I'm we, a perfectionist. We got on it. We got on it. Today's episode is all about Dave's feminine care routine. So we're gonna break that down for you in a little bit. <laughs> Um, but in reality, I've got, we've actually got a bunch of law enforcement related news stacked up. I mean, I've got a bunch and some interesting conversations that should result. So we're going to break those down today. Uh, so thanks guys for listening to the show and really the best way to support it is to keep listening and tell other people about it. That's get right. involved, get involved in your local off the cuff community. Do your part. Yeah, do your do your part. We're just start asking a, you to do your start, part. Start your own local off-the-cuff watch parties, will you? Uh, have fun with it. <laughs> At 8.45. <laughs> They're gathering for Eight, breakfast. 8.40, yeah. We need some, we well, need some, some breakfasts eggs. around here. You beat at Denny's and, hey, ma'am, could you put something on the TV for us? Do you guys, do you guys have the ability to stream YouTube? Because Easter being here's my, Bill Naps. Here's my little <laughs> Is that even open anymore? I Anywhere? Don't think so. Oh, I loved Bill Naps though. Oh God! Of it course did, you uh, do. Fried oh, clams. <laughs> I'm serious. That's <laughs> really good. <laughs> oh <sighs> man, we got more people. Corn Pop was a bad dude. Is here. <laughs> Ryan Abernathy's in the house. Corn Pop was a bad dude. God, that's so good. And the kids rubbing hair up and down my legs. <laughs> so disgusting. That whole administration, uh, the whole political elite just makes me want to vomit. Old Sniffy McGee. Oh, good gosh. Lord. All right, shall we? Ooh, uh, that's going to be a good segue, too. So if you want to just do the intro like that and uh, our sponsors, and I'll jump right into it because I can segue with our ridiculous politicians and our 
ridiculous <laughs> administration. Well, well, I, we don't have any particular sponsors. We do always have Ghostbed as our flagship, though. They're they're part of everything that we do. So, kudos to Ghostbed.com. And if you go there and you get your bed, use the code Wolfpack. That should save you thirty percent, I think. If they're running specials for the holiday of 40% or something and you're going to get more off, go ahead and use the other coupon and then just um, in the little survey at the end when you're checking out, they'll ask you where you heard of Ghostbed. Just type in Wolfpack, type in Failure to Stop, type in Off the Cuff, whatever, so that they know that you're coming from the show and that gives us uh, credit, so to speak, right? They sponsor the show. They help make this possible um, and so... If you're if you're in the market for a bed, get it. <laughs> get, get get that one. You know, what? I I seriously I still, it's so simple. I am so surprised that once again, how how we all we used to pick our beds is just go in there, lay on them for. I mean, I'm not even going to say it's a minute. I mean, really, no, yeah. Have no idea how you how it is uh, in in real life situations here. Mm-hmm. Whether it be napping, uh, sexies, sexy time, or sexies? anything else, with the sexies. Is that, what you, that's, uh, is that how you hit on the diversity midget team? Wrestling, midget you wrestling. You want some sexies? <laughs> but then they put on, and it's again, it's so simple. I call it adult gymnastics. There you go. But it's so simple, right? You do a questionnaire, <laughs> just ask questions. Hey. How often do you do this? Do you want to do this? <laughs> you ever thought about doing this? I actually now I'm starting to think it's so it's just a weird questionnaire. From what right? height have you dropped into your bed? <laughs> Wait, what? But it's so, it's so easy. Why would we not have that going the whole time? Just just asking us some questions of what we're looking for in a bed, you know? Yeah. Because you know the people of fucking ABC warehouse have no idea what to and ask you. Good lord, that, ki- that kid was like. Went there for the extra twenty-seven cents an hour off of McDonald's. It's like, yeah, oh, exactly. ABC Warehouse. That sounds good. What do you yeah, know about LG no dryers? Idea. Absolutely nothing, but I can sell and, you one. And you know what? That is usually the answer. Well, you know, it dries things. It just throw you throw. You're supposed. Oh, these to throw, are like, really. These are stuff. really good. Yeah, that's that's it. You know. So yeah, it's got a digital display. Uh, you can choose your temperature. <laughs> Lots of options here. You'll notice that it goes around and around and around here. <laughs> oh, yeah, thanks. Thanks, William. <laughs> you guys, uh, you have to know that. So I'm in a, a, a thread <laughs> with uh, Mike and Angelo. And these guys are, what is the call? What's the meme page called? Oh, Ordinary People Memes? Yeah. Oh, and, I love that page. Every day. <laughs> yeah, so it's on on Instagram, and then we'd message each other, and these guys throw those these memes out, and it's just ridiculous stuff. Like, um, it'll just basically have almost like like their business uh, snapshots of yeah. people, like for like yeah. LinkedIn or something, <laughs> and then somebody or people will put in like little little things about them, like you know. Oh, I'm so full. I feel like it could burst. You know what I mean? Like it'll have like th- a lady business picture of a lady smiling. You know, and uh, and these these two dudes come up with some shit because they just start creating a real life for this person. <laughs> and they're just like, thanks, thanks, Nan- Nancy. You know, I, I'm 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 touched that you really like the food or something ridiculous <laughs> like that, dude. 
So if you ever get a chance, you got to go to the that that site. It's hilarious, and these guys make it even better, man. Because they literally take memes. on the persona of these individuals. Yeah. <laughs> they all need a backstory. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, so ridiculous. Oh, it's so good. Oh, so good. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I, no, no, I, no. We're good. I have a uh, I have an elephant in the room that I created on online this week and made a lot of people mad at me. Um, Which one? I'm mad at you just for being you. So. This one made a lot of people mad at me when I posted it. Dude, let me tell you, but the comments were gold. So this is the picture of the NYPD officers looking into a, a silver car. Now, some people have suggested to me that this is not a cop. However, however, it was, it was sent to me by a cop. <laughs> I had another NYPD cop tell me he is a sergeant. Okay, now this is not verified. I haven't seen a police badge. Right. <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah, the guy has not been identified. I yet. want you to notice the color is I absolutely identical. Yeah. And here's the yellow taser. Security guards don't normally have this nope. type of taser right here. Yeah. And then here is the gun right here, and it's the same. The, the way that the taser is set up here on this guy is set up the same exact way on this. So I, I did some zooming and analytics. Um, the <laughs> guy's analytics. shoe is not You did tied. it so we don't have to. Yes, that's what we do here on Off the Cuff. I, I right. go patrol the internet so you don't have to. I'm just So whatever so, is going on at this car, it's, <laughs> this, it's beside the point. And what's funny is I posted this in a group on Facebook of primarily cops and was like, hey, if anybody's NYPD in here, you might want to come get your boy. <laughs> and people, you know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm fat shaming. And it, you know what's funny is I love it when people ask me if I'm fat shaming because I just say yes. Yes, I am. Right. Yes, I am fat shaming. Like, if you want to be a, a job of the hut at your accounting job and they're okay with you pecking the keyboard and, and getting crumbs in it and spitting out your accounting numbers and you're good at it god bless america right? right you're a burden on the on the cardiovascular uh healthcare system but whatever it's your right. it's your life yeah, this guy sure. though is responsible for this guy on the other side of the car yes. and he is responsible to for the person that walks by like there's certain expectations that if you're going to do this job you have to be able to do the job his yeah. butt crack is showing. His belt has no keepers. It's just hanging there on his fat rolls. This is his shoes aren't tied. I don't know what's going on. This is not what we want it's in a cop. Literally, his ass is is showing. His ass crack is showing, and it looks like they're conducting a traffic stop. You know, and the only thing, the only thing that's keeping this guy a fat, or I should say, in this job is the fact that he's in a union. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you just know, like, that's... Because there's no, there's no standards, you know? Yeah. And, again, maybe... But let's be honest. Maybe maybe this guy can fucking run the mile in six minutes. He can't. You know? but And maybe maybe he could roll all day on the mats. That's, that's the uh, what somebody was like... Somebody really went after me hard on this one. It's like, oh, yeah, well, I know guys that are 325 pounds that would work circles around you bricklaying. And I'm like, well, cool. Tell this motherfucker to go to the bricklaying department at the NYPD yeah. then if that's what he's good at. <laughs> like, this isn't the point. 
Look yeah. at him. I'm not asking you to lay bricks. <laughs> Look I'm at asking, it. Asking you to save my life <laughs> you see on my his worst day. Belts and yeah, his lack of ridiculous. underwear and his untied shoes. You like, morons. That's what, that's what I would. That's what I would look like on my last day on the job. <laughs> um, on my way home, right? Like, like you are on your way home. You're like, fuck this belt. You like unlo- do it up. You know what I mean? I would have just take it off. I don't even know why he's wearing it at this point. But this yeah. is the guy that gets one seat on a plane too and makes my life miserable. Oh yeah, you know the guy. Anyway, name, I just had to address always that. Always Paul. I won't back down. I will fat shame cops, and I I have no problem doing it. None. Not even a little. There's not, no hesitation. No, so not for bring you it. at all. Bring the criticism. Don't care. <laughs> all right. That was my first story. I had to get that out of the way. That's nice. <laughs> it's not really a story. It's just a picture. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also, so I do want to oh, address. Oh, and if you're listening, guys, you can go to, if you just go to Mike the Cop on Facebook or Instagram, just look for the two dudes standing by a car with the NYPD on the back of the jacket. Yeah, That's and the guy's ass crack sticking out. Yeah, you can't miss with it. a gun belt. That's the first. Be time careful, I've ever you seen. might fall in. That is the first time I think I've ever seen a guy wearing a gun belt and have his ass crack showing at the same time. <laughs> it, just, it just makes no sense. <laughs> sense. Um, you know, you also uh, cause a bit of a controversy. You know, I don't get involved with social media very often. However, um, there was an incident that you were talking about your murder robots again. But when you do get San involved Francisco in social thing. media, you're involved. It's, oh, I can't. Yeah, I can't help you, myself. If, if if there's a comment war, I guess you know. It, if if something pops off, ninety nine percent of the time, Dave is not involved. Right. Oh no. But when Dave gets involved, you can bet that Dave is watching documentaries, and he is reading a book, and he's researching because Hell he yes. is not going to type something that he has not played and replayed in his head. And anticipated another three moves ahead of his Facebook comment opponent. It's like so it's true. It's just how it's gonna go. And I won't drink if I'm doing it. Like I'm like, nope. I gotta be my. my I have to have all my faculties with gotta be together. Sober. Like, like I just won't do. It. Well, I mean, come on. Okay, so I I hate that this thing has not fucking died in the media yet. This whole San Francisco they have ridden, robot. they rode that pretty good, didn't they? Dude, it is it's absolutely insane. And this this one guy commented. Um, I did a short video. We talked about it on the show last dude, week. We I, talked about great... the San Francisco robot. So I made a quick video explaining to people like it's not what you think it is, basically. Right. It was a actually it was a it was a great video, and I don't I don't want to say that normally to you because I don't <laughs> I think you're a fool. You know what I mean? Obviously, um, but this one says, "Well, does the this kid Jarl Dewid D E W I D or is it Jarl underscore Dewid says the law specifies um, that the robot has to be controlled by an officer?" Question mark. And I just from there on, I was just like, "How how the fuck else is this thing going to be operated?" You know. And so he tried to gaslight a little bit, and then he was trying to like talk about certain things about about uh, artificial intelligence, right? And he kept going on like, "Well, if you don't if you don't believe artificial intelligence exists," and I'm like thinking, I ne- first of all, I never said that. All I'm saying <laughs> is that you're an ignorant fucker. You're a fucking. You're retarded. You, These robots clearly the, the robots robots aren't being downloaded with with human AI. Oh, oh yeah. You know, it's, it's like that weird British lady robot that's only like from the sternum up with a bald head that just fucking t- like answers your questions. Yeah, the reality is, you know what I'm talking about. 
So I'm no. thinking, what? <laughs> it's you know, she's like this new this AI thing that they actually brought around because Did she has like actually self thinking. Oh shit! No, yeah, that is different. Sorry. <laughs> But I'm thinking, what a what a weird question, right? Like, no I'm gonna pay for a woman. I can promise you, she won't be self thinking. <laughs> That's the one, the one thing. Why I do I want to put her. that kind of barrier in front of myself? I will pay for her not to be self thinking. <laughs> I pay good money for her not to think. <laughs> Compliance rating, one hundred percent. But I'm thinking, this guy. First of all, it's a dumb question. You know, you don't like. Any police officer that reads that, you know, so the law specifies that the robot has to be controlled by an officer. And I'm thinking, what is what kind of question is that? You know, first of all, it's a dumb question on its base, right? You know, because I'm like, well, who else would do it? A, a civilian? Like, what, what does this mean? <laughs> and then he started go, uh, branching off into, like, the artificial intelligence part of it. You know, again, once again, this whole AI, like, it's just going to – if, if that, that is, do, do, does the policy talk about whether it's going to be uh, – operated by a human being essentially and i'm thinking what at what point like what where are we at in our world like because even even military art if you want to call it artificial intelligence i think there's different degrees of that but even in the military it's still always operated by a human being at what point do are are these idiots out there thinking that the police have this autonomous self-thinking fucking drone that's just dropping fucking like handcuffs on people or, or right. like shoot or mowing them down like actually like robot. Yeah, the desk the desk boss is like sending messages to the AI. Like, hey, stop in when you get a chance. Like, yeah, just, it, the AI is out there making its own patrol decisions. <laughs> it just it, it, so it boggled my mind, and I'm thinking, <clears throat> you know, it's 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 as if I seriously feel like our 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 world is getting so much dumber because of technology that you actually ask dumb questions like this about technology. Like it's a weird, I feel like it makes no sense. So I'm thinking you, you clearly don't know anything about police policy. Anytime a new piece of equipment comes out, there's a fucking policy for it. I mean, like it just it, ad nauseum, like it just gets oh, it's to the point of ridiculous. So like even with like, say a taser, you have a taser and now the next set of taser comes out, the next model or whatever, let's say like the double prong ones that you can shoot two different you know, at, at one time or, or separately, all that's going to do is generate another policy. Police departments don't just put out equipment and not think about how they're, how it's going to be used. And it, with that, like if we're talking about like crown Vicks, we're talking about explorers and things of that nature, they are going to get smarter. But every time one of them comes out, I mean, we had policy for pretty much each car. Even you have policy mm-hmm. for how you can dress, how you can wear your hair, how you can wear your how far your facial hair can go down past your lip yeah how like can i can i wear nipple rings or not i don't know you know what i mean like you, you have to well i can i could I, well my policy said i could but um, you had an exception you were grandfathered I, I did i was grandfathered in and even even like regarding tattoos so the question was was dumb because that technology does not exist in the police world so he was essentially trying to put the cart before the horse. He's like, and, well, and, did, uh, and just, did San Francisco also say that outer space uh, alien vessels can't be commandeered to be used against us by the police? It, thank you. That like, is, it, yeah, but that is not the most, a thing. It's not real. You're right, and that is the most <laughs> one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard, Michael. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> but it makes sense that you say that because it makes no sense. 
So I can't, you can't put out a policy, an all-encompassing policy on things that don't exist, which is why his question was stupid. And he just did not see that part of it. And I'm thinking, I, I, I can assure you that when police departments start using Teslas, uh, self-driving Teslas or vehicles of any kind, there's going to be a policy about it. And you know what that policy is going to be? Don't fucking let the thing self-drive itself, you <laughs> idiots. I would rather you guys be the ones that fuck up and not the cars. That's just how it goes, right? But so we did invite him on. Uh, he was he talked a good game about how he was going to fucking come on, and he never did and never really responded. I had to ask him twice. I was like, hey, send me your email, man. I'll send you the link. We'll put you on. And uh, he he still never did. So that's that is what that is. But you know, so I, I know I'm a little. I, I had to go off course there a little bit, but I just I cannot believe this thing. I, I cannot believe that here we are in society, like we don't actually have police. I don't even think we have military stuff that just goes out there and thinks on its own yet. I don't even Usually think we're the, even there the yet. Drones are piloted by, but they're all, they're always piloted by humans. a human being. And they're the ones who make these decisions. And it's not even that. It's more like the decisions that are being made are from the very, very, very top and trickle their way down. And that's no different in the police department. The, the chief of police, the city council, the money managers, um, the mayors d- help dictate certain things that they want or don't want to see in their policing uh, in everyday life. It's just so the question in and of itself was just. Well, the guy was retarded. I'm not going to lie, man. I just, I, and I love using that word because I feel like I've been using it a lot more and I feel like I'm using it right. You know how sometimes you use yeah. words and sentences and you're going, eh, I'm not sure that really fits. No, he was retarded. He was absolutely <laughs> retarded. I like it. All right, let's, uh, let's bust into a couple, of, a couple more lighthearted things here. Let's see. This is a local story. Ooh, um, I Michigan, love it. a Michigan story. Man dressed as Grinch accused of punching guy in reindeer costume at Up North Party. (laughs) (laughs) I love the title of that one. That's fantastic. The Grinch and a reindeer have a drink at a bar. It's a classic story, really. Classic Christmas story. But the holiday cheer apparently didn't last long. Two men, both in their 30s, attended a work-related holiday party in costumes last weekend at Hotel Indigo in Traverse City and got into a heated argument before midnight Saturday. It turned violent, police said, when the Grinch took a swing at the reindeer. Traverse City Police Captain Keith Gillis said Tuesday the fight certainly was not in the spirit of Christmas. (laughs) The police police who were called to the hotel to break up the brawl arrested the man dressed as the Grinch. The grumpy green potbelly character in How the Grinch Stole Christmas, (laughs) written by Dr. Seuss, in films and even in a song in connection with the reference. Yeah, it's like how many words did I need to have in this to get it approved? It's like just adding (laughs) in connection with the misdemeanor. We got to us. We go to assaults all the time, the captain said, declining to release either man's name. But obviously, with the media and social media, everyone is getting a chuckle out of it because it was the Grinch. I mean, (laughs) it is what it is. And then, in case you don't know, in the children's book, the Grinch lives just outside Cheesy Whoville and plots to stop Christmas by impersonating Santa Claus, and yes, the the article says Santa Claus, and taking everyone's gifts. He's mean, hates the holidays, and has a heart, the poem speculates, two sizes too small. Dude, you nailed it when you said, like, it's like a a high school paper. (laughs) Just come up with 500 words. Use anti uh, how, the most. How how much did those guys laugh after that call? Like did they they just arrested a Grinch punching a reindeer? 
Yeah, you just can't. You know they had that conversation. Like you just you can't, can't make, make it up, up, man. You cannot make it up. It's fantastic. I do love that. What a great story. Uh, another another quick one uh, in in the spirit of holiday events. Nice. Uh, this is out of Florida, uh, of Osceola it is. County. Bad idea, Brad. Man shoplifts at Walmart while shop with a cop event is taking place. <laughs> Uh, uh, that it would have been fine if he was in California. It would yeah, have been fine, but no. much better. Couldn't have stopped him. Yeah. One man may not have realized just how many law enforcement officers were inside a Florida store when he attempted to steal some items earlier this oh week. God, As the Osceola County Sheriff's Office pointed out in a Facebook post Thursday, seriously, we just can't make this up. <laughs> <laughs> the man they referred to as Brad reportedly decided to shoplift while shop at the cop event, which pairs law enforcement with local kids for holiday shopping, was taking place at an Orlando suburb, Walmart. Unfortunately for Brad, the store was packed with nearly 40 deputies. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bad idea, Brad, the sheriff said after the man was arrested. <laughs> so that's, that's it. It's just 40. a short story. Like 40, 40 cops to sit like, imagine you're like. Receipt, sir. He goes to run, and then like he just looks up, and there's like, no, just forty cops like just awkwardly standing there, like, "What's up, Brad? Hey, Brad. <laughs> hey, Brad. See you again. <laughs> nice. Uh, anyway, that was my first couple of quick stories. The other ones that I got are all gonna lead to lead to some probably a little bit more conversation. But okay, good, 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 good. Um, I'm the one I'm gonna read is from uh, Eight News Now dot com uh online edition of course uh and <clears throat> you might think this is an old story i, I can see that because this is uh, it seems like oh is this the same story that mike read as it a follow-up story i don't know energy department official accused of stealing luggage from las vegas airport oh yes las vegas an energy department official thank god they didn't do the whole his whole fucking name the one that we vote or uh, they put in office there uh, an energy part department official is accused of stealing luggage from harry reed international airport the eight, the eight news now investigators learned thursday a felony warrant was issued for sam Britton, a deputy assistant secretary secretary sources said the charges for grand larceny with a value between twelve hundred and five thousand dollars record show actually that's a lot of money uh i guarantee i have no <laughs> yes there you go <clears throat> i do God, he is like—I don't even know what to say. Isn't he lovely? Isn't he beautiful? Britain is a deputy assistant secretary of the Office of Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition, according to the Office of Nuclear Energy's web uh, site. Uh, Britain faces charges for a similar incident at the Minneapolis airport. He was on leave after charges were. What is wrong? I'm not even going to finish this because it. Because it should. <laughs> Don't what ask is... what's wrong with this guy because that's going to take a while. <laughs> so, I mean, this guy, what is with his fetish of stealing people's luggage? Does he is he just hoping are are women's is women's clothing getting that expensive? Yes, you can thank Biden for that. Well, it's... you go once you start going down a path, you have to get more and more to still get the same thrill, right? So, it's just He's, 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 gonna, got to, he's such he's a thrill to, seeker, Mike. He steals yeah. people's fucking luggage from yeah. airports. What a what the fuck? What is wrong with this dude, man? Yeah. What is and wrong he, with at him? At first, it was like, oh, it was an accident. But it was several days later that they tracked the luggage to him. Oh, yeah. And he still had it. Oh, yeah. He's wearing He knows the he didn't own that luggage. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And now I think he's got a real problem now. I mean, two yeah, times no, now. Keeps unfolding. And this man was in charge of where nuclear waste goes. <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah, well, he's still he's still not fired. I thought he was let go, but he's still employed by the federal government. Our tax dollars are still paying for this man to you know exist. Yeah, I, I, I I'll be honest. It says between twelve hundred and five thousand dollars, dude. I and for for luggage, I don't have anything that that costs near that amount of money. Uh, like you know what I mean? Like that's a lot of fucking money. Like what if what am I going to put in my backpack or my luggage that's worth five thousand dollars? <laughs> That's a lot of fucking money in my actual right. like, not even it's not even a carry on at that point. It's a check baggage, right? You know, what does it have to be like a laptop in there or some shit? You know, well, I mean, seriously, what would that be? Twelve hundred to five thousand dollars? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm. I, I guess no I'm idea. out of my element here. I, it's I don't be, know. I, I'm not. I'm not up on the the highest end luggage nor the highest end contents. Oh luggage. yeah, I guess I didn't even think about the luggage could be expensive too. I yeah, mean, especially the luggage if it's a itself, Samsonite. luggage can be really expensive. <laughs> Samsonite, Samsonite commercials Samsonite. from the seventies, dude. <laughs> that ape throwing the fucking the luggage around, dude. <laughs> so that was mine for. Uh, I just figured, you know, that's a, it's a follow up feel good story. Uh, you talked about it as a feel good story. So it's a diversity much. hire. <laughs> <laughs> the nation's first gender fluid, uh, Ugh. nuclear waste czar. So ridiculous. So dumb. Imagine yeah. if we just hired people based on I don't know their qualifications. No, you're not still. You're still not seeing the big picture, Mike. Sorry no, I am that. not. I am not. Uh, I'm not a visionary. Oh my gosh, <laughs> visionary! All right, all right. So you're next on this one. Cool. This one is. This one's a little bit more of a discussion. Um, the t- the the headline is video. Tampa police chief resigns after using badge to get out of ticket. You know what? This is a good story. I this came to me from that same individual uh, that I had that that deeper conversation about um, racial bias in policing and uh, how in doing statistics that we talked about on. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, so the deal is this. Like, I'll give you the backstory. I'm, I'm fairly familiar with this at yeah. this point. But Tampa Police Chief and her husband they moved into a new neighborhood. A lot of these communities in you know Arizona, Florida, whatever, people use golf carts to get around in, right. in their immediate area or whatever. But apparently, the road that they were on would have required that the golf cart was registered, that there was it was plated, you know, it's treated as a motor vehicle, that kind of a thing. So um, they don't have it plated, so they end up getting pulled over, right? And the Tampa police chief. She knows she's being recorded, right? So that's not the issue because she literally asked the guy, is your is your body camera on? And he's like, yes, right? So she knows he's being she's being recorded. She's like, okay. She's like, she tins him and then says, I'm the Tampa police chief. I'm hoping you'll just let us go tonight. That's what right. she says. He, they do end up getting let go. Right. No, no ticket is issued. Right. Yep. And um, I'm not exactly sure how it came to light um, at all. But um, she ended up saying like, yeah, she apologized for the that like she handled it wrong. She called the the sheriff department of the department that pulled her over and said she's happy to pay any fine that would be related to it or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. So just on the surface, that creates multiple layers of conversation here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
thing number one, I just saw too that the chief of Tampa has a salary of one ninety two nine twenty. Ooh, holy cow! Yeah, wow, that's pretty good. All right, so this point of discussion number one: cops getting out of basic basic infractions, discretion. Mm-hmm. Cops not giving other cops tickets or cops giving cops tickets. This is this is a classic discussion in, in many regards. But what's I, I what's your take? I'll give mine after you. I think um, that any police officer that gives another police officer a ticket is a fucking asshole, unless they were assholes in the first place. I'm not gonna lie. That's just how I am. I've always been that. You know, I was. You know. I was became a police officer in the nineties. We never did that. I never, I gave a police officer a ticket one time only once. And that was because when I brought the ticket back and gave it to him, um, from the car, he, he said, Oh man, he's like, Oh, thank you. He's and he's, then he actually said that he was a police officer. So I didn't even know he was a police officer. That is the only police officer I've ever given a ticket ever. And that was because I did not know he was a police officer. I, yeah. And I don't give uh, tickets to police officers, family members. Uh, very rarely would give, give them out to doctors or nurses uh, or firefighters, you know. And I don't even like yeah. firefighters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm i the same way. I would, I'd never, I'd never written a cop a ticket. Now, I have yeah. arrested a cop. Right, like I've been in situations where, uh, you know, there's there's a an officer involved in an injury, OWI or something like that. And you're right. Like, no, you're going to jail, dude. Like I don't. There's nothing I can do. Like this is this isn't a discretionary matter, right? Like right. Um, but uh, same thing. Cops, um, nurses, like anybody like in that first responder sort of like world. Yeah. Um, I just show that professional courtesy and before people would ever freak out about that. Well, like that's unfair treatment. It's like, mm, not really, because no. if you looked at the course of my 11 years in policing, I probably warned over 90% of everybody I came in contact with. Yes. So I used my discretion nine out of 10 times for everybody, yeah. right? Like in terms of like, okay, I think that I don't need to write a ticket to this person. That's that's how I did it as a cop. Yeah. So I didn't treat really. I didn't treat cops any different in that sense. Like if if they need if they would if I felt like they needed a ticket for some reason, I guess that's one thing. But here's what I did do one time with a cop who was an asshole to me for no reason at all. Like like I like I made him do some type of traffic violation to inconvenience right. his day, right? <laughs> And I, I called his supervisor on, on mm. at, at his thing. I said, listen, I just want to let you know, this is, I pulled your guy over for this. He started tossing around the department name. He was a straight dick. Didn't write mm-hmm. him. I just want to let you know, like, hey, you got guys out here throwing your name around and being assholes. Yeah. I'll deal yeah. with it. <laughs> like, yeah. Trust me, guys. What I did was way worse than write him a five over ticket. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Yep. So, and that's one time, and that guy had it coming. He was a straight dick to me for no reason whatsoever. Like, 
and that's so this this would be a non-story if the Tampa police chief, in my opinion, would have just when I got pulled over as a cop, I well I would you know almost always had my gun on me, but like I'm gonna have my driver's license, my insurance, you know, registration, and I'm gonna have my police ID. Like this is who you're dealing with. Right. I'm also a cop. I'm yeah. armed, right? Like, hey, here you go. Like, hey, can I have your driver's license? Yep, here you go. I don't even say I'm a cop. I don't even say it. I just hand them my stuff. And then That's what happens, what, happen, the what happens, happens. If yep. they don't write me, they don't write me. If they did, they did. I would never, I would never be like, really? Really? You're going to write me? Like, I would right. never, ever do that. It wouldn't even cross my mind to do that. Um, so... I probably would have just done that. I probably would have done it if if they would have really ticketed me. Yeah, I'd probably been like, "Are you <laughs> nah, fucking I kidding me?" I like at that point the damage is already done, so I would be like, "Are you fucking kidding me? You fucking asshole!" And it would have taken. I just taken mental note of what city I was in because they're going to drive through mine at some point. <laughs> well, and that's right, and you know, I and even like family members, and so I, I a couple things. <clears throat> Excuse me, the. Uh, I pulled over a, a, one of our neighboring jurisdictions, a, a son of a police officer who was doing 104 Oof. on 59. <laughs> so I pulled this kid over, nice kid, you know, and uh, he's like, man, my, my dad's going to kill me. He's a, you know, copper. And I called his dad. He was working. <laughs> and he's like, dude, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. He's like, this fucking guy. You know, my fucking son is going to pay for this one. You know this what I mean? This fucking and, uh, guy. This fucking guy. And so, um, yeah, so I, so I, like, that was, I did call, like, I made a call for something like that. But, like, uh, my daughter was, uh, she got a ticket up north uh, coming home from when, from our our cabin or up our property, I should say. And she was flying, too. I think she was doing 100 or something like that. And they did give her a ticket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they gave her a ticket. And so uh, I forgot how, like, it was a, a 10 over ticket or something of that nature. And she did say that her dad was a police officer and he gave the ticket. So I did try to call the police department because the fuck, you know. And uh, the guy w- refused to call me back. So I just kept calling more often. Mm-hmm. Finally, he got his fucking lieutenant to call me. You fucking loser. <laughs> And so, what a coward! What a fucking coward, you fucking loser! What a road pirate! <clears throat> Such a guy. fucking loser! And so she's calling. She calls me back. She, the, the lieutenant, she calls me. And she starts talking to me, and so she basically starts talking to me about road safety. Like I give a fuck about road safety. You know, I already <laughs> fucking know that you're not supposed to drive a hundred miles an hour. And no the one's freeway. questioning. No one's questioning no, the speed not, here at all. And I was like, you know, I, I go. My daughter, I go, you realize, I go, I've been trying to call your guy for a while now. And uh, he just went, well, yeah, I know, this, 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 this. And she's like, you, but you know, it's very serious and this, 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 this. I go, I fucking, basically, I'm like, I fucking know how fucking serious it is. She's doing 100 miles an hour. She, I fucking dealt with that. Um, and I, I finally, because I, I did not want Allie to be, to get out of the ticket altogether. I said, can you drop it to a, uh, to an impeding? And make um, we'll make her pay the fucking fine by herself, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so she, the lady did do that, but it was very apprehensively. Like she was very apprehensive about doing the, making that happen. And I was thinking, 
and I, I, she's like, yeah. And then she just kept on going about it. And I go, I go, look, I go, here's the problem. I go, do you think that my daughter is, I go, who do you think this affects the most? Do you think this affects my daughter? She's 16 years old. Yeah, it's gonna when be my insurance, you. When my insurance rates fucking skyrocket because she was a dumbass and you gave, they gave, I'm sorry, not even you, your fucking, you know, officer <laughs> right. gives her a fucking ticket. I'm the one who pays for it. However, if you do an impeding, well, then, yeah, I, you know, at that point, she will pay for the $100, $150 ticket. Um, but now my, my shit won't go up. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and so she did, she weirdly enough saw the fucking logic in that. But I'm thinking, why did I have to, it's like pulling teeth. Why did I have to work this hard for a little, uh, for courtesy? And again, they they, they didn't have to, I know they didn't have to, but I think because of my, the time I did as a police officer, I, I just didn't do it. I didn't give tickets to coppers or, or we'll say pre-responders. Uh, <laughs> pre-responders. First, I did give them to security guards. I think I have done that before. But, but I, never, I just didn't do it. So in my brain, uh, maybe it's just an old school thought process and maybe, they, maybe younger officers are writing tickets to coppers now. I don't know. I don't, maybe that I don't have changed. a problem in principle, right, in principle of a cop getting a ticket or arrested or whatever. Like I said, right. I've done it. I, I have done it. I've arrested, been a part of arresting police officers, and yes. they had it I have coming. To. So I have to a couple that's times. Not, that's not the issue. The issue is the. I think it starts with the perspective of what you do in the first place, and I think that's what the difference is. It's not necessarily like I don't think it's just old school you don't write cops. I don't think it's that shallow, actually. I think – it's old school. You understood the reason you're stopping a car in the first fucking place, which yeah. is to help stop that behavior that could be dangerous to them or others. Right. Yes. That's why I stopped them. Now I'm having a conversation and I'm gauging, does this, does this person, are they, are they acknowledging the behavior? Right. And will this action that I took by stopping the vehicle in the middle of what it was doing or, you know, subsequent to doing it and having that conversation, will that help impact this driver? Yeah. I'm, ga- I'm gauging that when I'm talking to this person. And yeah, it's a, it can be a short encounter, but you kind of know, like, because I would pull people over, like, for me, neighborhoods are, like, I don't want to see people going 49 in a 25. It's really fucking dangerous. Yeah. So, right. If I pulled somebody over for doing 49 to 25 and I walk up to the car and I'm like, hey, the reason I stopped is you, you were going 49 miles an hour in a 25 mile an hour zone and school's letting out. They're like, yeah, okay. I'd be like, oh, yeah, right. Oh, okay. Totally different. Yep. Here's your 49 and a 25 ticket. Like, I, if, yeah. if, if, okay, I'll speak your language now. You want to give me a fuck you? I, I will speak your language back. I will now, in if, turn. Yeah. But if I pulled somebody over, like, hey, the reason I stopped is going 49 to 25. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even realize it. Right. I have a kid. Officer, you are right. That's absolutely inexcusable. I, I apologize. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Now, oh, good Lord. Now, what, I didn't good even does see. The, what good now does piling on with a ticket on top of the clear acknowledgement and remorse of the action, what good does right. that do? So I think it's like 
the perspective of what I'm doing in the first place out there with lights to turn on and stop a car, right? Like, what's the point of it anyway? And if you lose sight of that, well, then that's when you're starting to write tickets to people just because. (laughs) No, for sure. If I pull you over, you're getting a ticket. Like, well, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And there are cops that are like that. Like, they basically pull people over and they're going to write, and it would be a really rare exception to not. And I think all of the yes. best cops I've ever known had the complete opposite perspective, which is like, Most. yeah, I'll go out and stop cars and I will write as few as possible. Yeah, we had. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, we we did have one guy in the police department that was he was just a fucking dick. You know what I mean? Like just a just a straight. <laughs> That's exactly up what Drew said. Some cops are yeah, just right. <laughs> That's true. true. It's so true. And uh, yeah. And <clears throat> I mean, but but know that his life is fucking miserable. Nobody likes him in the police department. No, like th- those kind of guys, just they're already hated by everybody anyway. Like even the police department does not like these kind of people, you know. So <clears throat> it's ridiculous. God, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, but this whole thing would have been avoided if she if she did it wrong. It wasn't it wasn't Do wrong of her so? to let him know. Yeah, she did it wrong. Maybe that was just her spiel, dude. Like maybe I don't. I would. I I think that it's a bad look when you're like. I'm really hoping you'll just let us go. Like, I guess I get it, but like, hand just hand your ID over and be done with it. Let it like, don't make a deal of it. Like, I yeah, but she I, could I have even said it, it would have been a too. non-story, a, a complete non-story if she didn't. Because now, now it's like, okay, I'm the highest. If I if I'm setting this example, what else will my subordinates end up thinking that they can get away with? If I can drive an unregistered motor vehicle and get away with it just because I'm a cop. What else? Like, it's going to get worse further on down the line for me. I understand the reasoning there. I think that she just would have, this would be a non-story if she just handed her shit over, didn't ask for it specifically, and then got off. No big deal. Or even if she got a ticket, she's the chief of police. She calls the sheriff and says, hey, you know what? The other night me and my husband were driving our golf cart, like, I didn't realize that the stretch of road we were on in this county was this. It's a new neighborhood for us. I apologize. Is there anything that can be done? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, can you can we lower it to something else? Can we do something? I'm happy to pay a fine, but if I can, you know, whatever. Like, handle but, it. Yeah, later. but we don't know don't what the ask. We we don't know exactly what was the buildup, do we? I mean, I I, I didn't we do. watch the uh, whole thing. There's the body stop. cam. The body cam footage is there. Did you so watch pretty, the whole thing? Yeah, or? it's pretty clear. Yeah, I was mean, it's, she like when she said it? Was she like, well, I she hope. wasn't. She wasn't like, me. I hope I don't no. get a ticket for this. Or was no, she like? It was pretty. Oh, man, de- it was just... pretty deadpan. Just nice. Yeah. Just nice. Normal. Do you think she deserved to lose her job though? That she just quit. Seems a little. She bit. quit. They didn't. Well, she didn't yeah. fire her, but yeah, but she was on her way out. You know, they were going to fire her. That's why. Yeah. Clearly. No. That, I, I mean, that was that was. Do it, I right? personally? No, I don't think this is a big deal. But I think that she she put herself in a situation where it was avoidable. Yeah, you're probably right. I just, I, it's just like maybe everybody has their own spiel, but I, but I. I wasn't there to watch this. I, I haven't seen the footage, so Ooh, here's yeah, this, I don't know. It was a controversial confirmation process. She was charged in 1992 with battery on a law enforcement officer and was exonerated. <laughs> Dang. Well, that's my thing is, like, sometimes, sometimes they just want to get rid of chiefs of police, right? Sure. I mean, like, this would be a perfect opportunity for that, you know? So I, that's why I said I don't, I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about the politics there either. Because I have seen police uh, chiefs removed for weird things. The mayor they, is they, the ex-police chief out. in Tampa. Oh, my gosh. Oh, what a drama. Lord. 
God, that's I what I'm saying. These like large cities that have such like inbreeding going on. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, it is. That's what I said. You just sometimes you just never know. I don't think she should have lost her job. I just no. Think that's I, a I weird, don't think it, I don't thing. think that elevates to the need to not be in that position at all. I'm just right. saying like. I think she went about it wrong. I think she was dumb to literally just say, I'm hoping you'll let us go. I'm the chief of police. Like, uh, it's it's just corny. I never liked getting 10 I agree. in terms of like, I didn't appreciate the expectation. I just rather have some humility about it. You know, like, yeah, I'm I'm sorry. You know, I, like, would, do, I would do the same thing when I got pulled over. I was like. Uh, I was like, man, I'm sorry. And I was like, I, you know, whatever. And I would say, like, basically that I apologize for whatever I did. Because it was usually would have been speeding if that was the case. Um, and I would have handed them my license and my my badges or my my ID card, actually. I never carried my badge. Yeah, I don't. I, I, didn't, was, I didn't carry a badge. And they like, they would ID. even ask me sometimes, like, oh, do you have a badge? I'm like, no, I don't actually carry my badge. But I don't. Here's I didn't my know ID. many cops that carried badges. It was always I just know. ID. I just, it's a weird thing to me. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah well, that's yeah. No, I again, it's a strange story. Maybe there's maybe there's even more to it than we think as far as the politics side, the politicking, you know. So um, I have two stories that I want to read off real quick. They're not super long and they're I'm not, I'm not they're not going to relate, but they are a step <laughs> from each other. They just keep on going up. Um, dog apprehended. This is Washington Times online edition. Dog apprehended. Behind the wheel of a car after it crashed into two cars <laughs> in a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> I saw the the headline I read was driver driver that hit four cars head on in Walmart lot had four legs. <laughs> Something <laughs> See, like some that. of the titles are great. A dog was apprehended apprehended. This is the, this is how it starts. The, a dog was apprehended by police in Kilgore, Texas, Thursday after it managed to start a car and hit two other <laughs> Two other vehicles in a Walmart parking lot while waiting for its owners. You know, wouldn't it be hilarious if the dog was just getting hot? He's like, "Fuck this, man!" And he's trying <laughs> to try start the air conditioning. <laughs> no injuries reported from the canine crash. The anxious dog, waiting for its owners, moved about the cabin. Its leash got stuck on the emergency brake and released the mechanism. Police say, "Who the fuck still uses their fucking emergency brake?" I think I've <laughs> I ever used park in my driveway sometimes. Yeah, yeah you deep. probably have to. Uh, prior damage uh, to the steering column allowed the dog to then set the vehicle in motion. The Kilgore Police Department acknowledged the strangeness of the story in a Facebook post explaining the incident. Quote, one of the victims saw the suspect barreling down on him but couldn't get out of the way. He was shocked to see the driver was a dog. It doesn't sound feasible, but an eyewitness saw the pooch, the pooch uh, behind the wheel just before the crash, officers wrote in the post. So that's, that's a, a good feel-good story right there. Certainly a... And then I'm going to ramp it up. I'm going to ramp it up one because this is from Newsweek Online Edition. Dog Hold shoots. On. Hold on a second. Um, stand by. I think. Uh, <laughs> you got a picture of it. I think I have a, uh, a, a mug shot of this dog. Uh, some people think this was a first incident, but we have evidence he was. He has been driving before. It's, uh, <laughs> it's so dumb. I think that is that. I is think our it's suspect. so weird when people take pictures of their dog in cars like that. Like it's just so it's such a weird. It's creepy to me. So this man. isn't his first time getting behind the wheel and putting other people at risk. It's, uh, <laughs> clearly put him away or put him down. Uh, this Newsweek story says dog shoots owner dead after stepping on his shotgun. I ramped the story up. It's, you know, this is a what? real story. 
a 32-year-old man in Turkey was reportedly shot and killed by his own dog after the canine stepped on the trigger of a shotgun and fired at him. Wow. Weird. Uh, I don't even want to pronounce this name. I'm going to try to. Uh, <laughs> Asgur Gevregoglu. No, I'm going to, I'm going to get this right. And this is because this is a common spelling thing. I should already know this. Gevre Koglu, yeah, uh, was killed while out hunting with his friend in the Kislin Plateau in the Samson province of oh, Turkey. Gevre Koglu. Oh, I, I can't even do a good answer. Gevre Koglu. Oscar Gevre Koglu. I like how you now you like mastered it. It's like Dagestan. Uh, I, I, it's not Turkey. Yeah, right. Turkey probably sounds complete. Turkish sounds probably completely different than that. I'm, oh, I'm going. God, straight, you know it totally. Does. I'm going straight. You know, straight Eastern Bloc, Eastern Bloc, <laughs> deep accent. While putting his dog into his car, the animal's paw touched the loaded weapon, and the rifle fired uh, at Kevre Koglu. From a short distance, he was taken to the hospital after the incident. And later pronounced. His body has since been taken to the uh, Alakam State Hospital morgue and an investigation. Why do they have to tell us that? That's, weird. that's, a, that's some weird Located bit of information. Located at 14 uh, Basilica Way. I don't know. What the are you talking about? Wow. Uh, yeah, is underway to understand more details about his death. There's not much more you really really need to. Oh, he, he had just become a father just 10 days before the incident. Oh, jeez. Uh, he was previously posted pictures on social media with many dogs during other hunting trips. Uh, it's not clear which, it's not clear which hound was responsible for his death. <laughs> what do you, why, why is that in there? Like, uh, we're not sure which dog it was, but uh, what if they start, like, what do they start <laughs> interrogating the dogs or something? Um, uh, also, did you do that? Did you do by. that? It does appear that I have the booking photo. Um, subsequent to this incident here, um, <laughs> guilty. So, oh man, uh, that's a dog. That's a line. There's no, they don't dog. have the same constitutional rights in Turkey, so there was no trial. They just declared no. him guilty uh, right. at the scene. I think so, I, I felt so. like didn't they? Uh, the punishment was a n- newspaper to the to the nose, right? Yes, that's how they do that. <laughs> they rubbed his nose in the blood and then beat him with a newspaper. <laughs> did, you, yeah. did you do that? Did you do that? <laughs> no. Uh, Bad dog, don't shoot people. <laughs> it says it even goes further because, again, this is one of those where you had to meet 500 words. Hunters are often taught about the importance of gun safety. Oh, my God. With the gosh. U.S. Air Force Safety Center, for example, having outlined important rules that should be observed. Why, why is that? Who the fuck? What the fuck kind of? Oh, God. Regardless Stupid. of location, it's critical that the utmost caution is exercised at all times when handling a firearm. Blah, 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 blah. No. I'm gonna shoot my gun in the air right now. I'll be back. <laughs> it just it makes no sense. That's so I had to ramp that story up. That's a true story. Sorry, Turkey, for your dumb dogs. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Oh, so what do you got? Good, good times. Uh let's see. What else do I have? Um I know how much you hate FedEx. This, so this story is wild. Eric brought it up yesterday on Failure to Stop. Oh, my God. Are you going to talk about that? The I'm just, I'm just going to read the story. I was like, because you and I both have a, a deep hatred for FedEx. Yeah. Um, and this is why. Affidavits reveal new details of FedEx driver kidnapping, killing of Athena Strand. What a terrible, terrible story. In Paradise, Texas, the FedEx contract driver who confessed to killing seven-year-old Athena Strand claims... He kidnaps her in a panic. Yeah. 
after accidentally hitting her with his delivery van, then strangled her to death so she wouldn't tell her father what happened, according to police. New details about the abduction and murder of Athena and the arrest of 31-year-old Tanner Lynn Horner were contained in arrest affidavits made public on Thursday. Athena disappeared from her father and stepmother's home in Paradise at approximately 6.30 p.m. on November 30th. Numerous law enforcement agencies and approximately 200 volunteers participated in the massive search in the days that followed. We knew early on in the investigation that a FedEx driver had made a delivery in the front of the house about the same time that little Athena uh, came up missing. Mm. Uh, That's what Wise County Sheriff Lane Aiken said. Uh, and continued good work by this investigative investigative team. They were able to determine that the driver abducted Athena. Horner was taken into custody and allegedly confessed to kidnapping and killing Athena. Um, yeah, the body was found approximately 10 miles southeast from her father's home. Crazy. That's Dumped her crazy. body into a body of water located just off of County Route, whatever. Um yeah. And people so, ask why I hate FedEx. Uh, allegedly backing up and, and it accidentally hit her. So what, I mean, there's no normal person that would decide that, right? oops, now this means I have to kidnap her. Dude, and then, I, oops, now that means I have to kill her. Like, that's not, that's not a, no, that's not a, oh shit, what do I a do normal now? response, yeah. Yeah, like. If you're if you're frozen in the reaction of your of something you've done, right? right? You don't like so. For example, crazy enough, one cop killed another cop, at, like while they were playing video games. They're roommates, and they're playing video games at night. Were they drinking? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know enough about the story. But we assume if they the one officers. picked up a gun and like thought it was unloaded, shot one shot, one kill. What does he do? He doesn't hide the body. He called 911 frantically and said, I just I just shot my roommate right. on accident. Like, I need ambulance here. But he he just yeah, dealt with it, response. right? Like, uh, like in a he, horrible situation. Yes, horrible situation. And he did the what would be a normal response. Normal people with no ill intent don't decide that because they accidentally hit somebody, now they must kill them. Dude, it, with their it, bare it hands. actually was more intense than that, the article that I read. Why this is fucking thing doing that again? <clears throat> um it when he hit the little girl, he actually hold on. I don't know what the I'm adjusting you. I'll adjust right. you, don't worry. Um when he hit her, he went to check on her and she wasn't even hurt that badly but he panicked and it brought her into the back of the of the van of the fedex van and then she was talking she was like oh man this and she said her name gave her name and this and he he, again still this is a while because like this isn't like oh i ran over her i'm gonna i'm taking off i'm leaving the scene he got out that she was okay and she was okay but he she was he was so worried that she was going to tell her dad because that's what she said basically said that's that, what you got to do. You got to walk her home and go, hey, I, I'm driving. Yeah. I accidentally like backed up and I didn't see her and yep. I hit her. Like, so, you know, but let's dude, document this. Like he tried. He first he tried to break her neck. Uh, that's what Tansy said. Dude. It's like, what? And that didn't work. So then he strangled her. Like, what kind of fucked up world do you live in? 
or do we all live in? But the, your your own mind plays that out. Are you are you are you kidding me? Like yeah. And I was talking because Joyce and I were talking about this yesterday, and the diversity team is fine with this. But I said, you know what, we should do. <laughs> Good. We should just we should just uh, we should just jail him for five years. I said, just jail him for five years. But every single moment of every single day, we are going to torture him. And I mean, we are going to do some horrible, horrible things to him. Yeah. 20 hours of the 24 hours of the day. I'm in. And then I was like, but then we'll kill him afterwards. Like, because, I mean, you can't let somebody like that back out of society after you torture him that bad. Right. He's just going to come out angry. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So. What's your prediction on on what kind of sentence that happened? I can't forget about this one because I'm really curious. He's confessed, so now this is, I don't, I I would have guessed there's not going to be a trial. I'm guessing no, I'm sure there won't be a trial. But like it's, forego it's, that and and sentence him. So what's your guess on this? Well, second degree murder, right? Um, it's not first. It wasn't premeditated. Oh, Clearly, he panicked. It was maybe. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I think. I think they're going to lessen that charge. Like they won't even want to go to, to court on this, right? So mm-hmm. um, I don't believe it was. It was premeditated. I mean, I that was my first intent. Like my my first thought was like that when, when I found out that he was the one who did this, and I'm like, well, what is the guy just a weirdo? Like, is he like one of those pedophile weird mm-hmm. people, and he just couldn't like resist his urges? <clears throat> and it turns out that it was even worse than that. It was a somewhat normal dude that just panicked. Which just makes it worse to me, but, um, but I think that in the end, I think they'll get him with like second degree or something like that, and he'll do like thirty years or something. <clears throat> yeah. I, that's my guess. I'm I, I'm hoping for something like that, or mm-hmm. or you could just do the other option, five years. That's all you got to do, five years. Mm-hmm. We will torture you. We will break your fingers. Uh, we will peel your skin off. Uh, put you in hot water. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. <clears throat> you know, you can take off enough of a human being to make them never want to do anything again. I'm just saying. Yes. So <laughs> this is like the dark off the cuff. I'm there for it. <laughs> like, I just when I read the story <clears throat> and I read that he he tried to break her neck and it didn't work because um, clearly I guess he watched too many fucking John John Wick movies or something. <laughs> Think thinking that just breaking the neck is that easy. <clears throat> um, so. When I heard that, when I read that, I was I was like instantly livid about like I, I, with humanity, yeah. you know the potential that we have to cause harm and uh, and the evil that does exist in this world. That despite when anybody ever says that evil is relative and all that, whatever, um, and I get that to an extent, but that is just plain evil shit. And if you're a copper, you have fucking seen evil shit, and people can talk about evil or good versus bad and and how it's relative or whatever but if you've ever been in the if you ever seen the face of people who are evil there's no denying that it exists and it is a horrible horrible thing mm-hmm. i agree Unbelievable. all right um do we want to we want to wrap up with a hall of shame oh god yes <laughs> i love it all right, Hall of Shame. <laughs> so I already good. love it. I already love it. your laugh. Makes me laugh. So. Oh man, my daughter's going going to St. Petersburg, Florida on her honeymoon. I'm going to tell her to avoid this place, whatever bar this is. <laughs> um, what should they, they're only 19, so I don't know what they're getting into anyway. All right, uh, vacationing Chicago cop. 
arrested for urinating an ice machine at Florida bar. You, st- you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you, sir. I'm sorry. Got to put you in the hall of shame on this one. Oh, you are um, done. Seal yeah. the deal right there. Blame it on the alcohol. All right. A Chicago cop vacationing in Florida was arrested after he allegedly urinated in an ice machine in a St. Petersburg bar, according to the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office. The reportedly foul-mouthed Windy City officer, Henry Capuch, <laughs> Capuch uh. was caught in the act by a worker at Jimmy B's Beach Bar early Monday morning. Early Monday morning. <laughs> This guy. I'm glad that I'm glad that didn't escape you, and it's this a, such guy a great was little raging. detail. Oh my gosh! Early <laughs> Monday morning, when the employee went to grab some ice, he spotted Capuch allegedly pissing in the machine, according to an arrest report. The worker asked Capuch to stop, but the officer swore at and shoved him a couple of times, according to the arrest document. <laughs> a deputy who responded to the bar. Oh, okay. This is 1230 a.m. So, all right. This is, I don't consider that early morning. No, no, it was 8 a.m. This is Monday at 720 in the morning. this is your article. It was 8 a.m. Okay, okay. I'm going to pretend. (laughs) A deputy who responded was escorted by the worker in security to the beach where Capuch and his girlfriend were sitting. Officers wrote in the report that Capuch was, quote, actively resisting and refused to follow the deputy's commands as they attempted to detain him. Capuch's decision uh, to allegedly relieve himself in the machine may have been influenced by alcohol, officers noted in the document. May have been. He was you know charged that was a with, joke, a, jo- a joke report. You know the, that yes. narrative oh, was man, like, they, had a, they, they had just a had a They had a great time with that. Yep. And you know they were looking forward to like putting the word pissing in quotes. Oh, God, like, yes. Just totally loving it. <laughs> he was charged with disorderly conduct and simple battery. He is a five-year veteran of the Chicago PD. Of the department has is. opened an internal investigation into the incident. It's, it's open and closed. He got hammered and pissed in ice at a bar. Dude, why this, is this, this it? This is what happened. Like, there's no, inve- no investigation <laughs> yeah, <there's> is needed. <laughs> He's got hammered, and he peed in some ice. It's open and shut, boys. Fucking why is it suspend him or not? It's done, dude. Why is it that coppers, any time like between two and five years on the job, that's where you're going to read the most dumb shit? Why is that? Like between two and five years on the job, it, for some reason it feels like that's like a sweet spot for moronic activity by coppers. <laughs> it's so good. Like they're just getting seasoned enough yeah. to just be a a, a, a fuck up, a, a dumbass, right? It's so good. Yeah. Some people, oh, man, they just cannot crazy. handle their liquor. Just no can't do it. Not. Just can't do it. He pissed so. in the fucking ice machine. Now, <laughs> was that a dare? Like, who who does that? Like, I know, uh, I, actually, it's so dumb because I was just having this conversation again with a diversity team. And I had a, my best friend back in the day, like right after high school, into the college type years. And uh, he was a raging alcoholic, you know. And uh, he, but he he was living at home. We were like seventeen or whatever at the time, and he was drunk, and he went and pissed into in his parents' fucking dresser, sock dresser, you know, the drawer mm-hmm. of it. Um, and they're like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, what are you doing?" Uh, and when I was in the military, uh, when we were in Bosnia, there was a, a guy who was so fucking hammered that he went and he started pissing in the corner of the tent 
um, right at the, uh, the lieutenant's fucking bunk, you know. So it does happen. I get, I get that it happens. I just can't imagine it. Like, it's so weird, right? Like, he pissed. <laughs> Mike, he pissed in an ice machine in, in full view. Like, you know that there, the bar was probably winding down. <laughs> I, uh, you know? I got, when I was in high school, I came home one night hammered. <laughs> My brother and his one of his friends from school were up late. My parents were in bed. And they were up in the living room playing, you know, Nintendo or whatever, like up night, having a, you know, a hangout night, right. sleepover or whatever. And I stood in the kitchen and just peed in the trash can. <laughs> like, I just, I just whipped it out. I just peed. And they're like, I remember these two junior high kids looking at me like, what? What's going on? I don't know that they had any concept of what alcohol was. I just remember, like, oh, my gosh. I was just telling my kids last night, I'm like, I really thought God was going to punish me with all of you, like, for me, for being for being me. And he did. He I, gave you Elijah. Yeah. Look at how big of a disappointment that kid is. Can't even show up. Uh, so, yeah, just that's funny, man. There's comments in this uh, about... They're like, wait, we never heard about Dave's feminine care routine. <laughs> the, the Sorry. Label. This was I was like, totally clickbait. I thought this, it was this total, video total is a clickbait. lie. That's <laughs> 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 so dumb. Uh, oh my god, that's a great one. Hydro Hydro Man Blue asked, were, were you making eye contact with him? That would have been even better. So yeah, creepy. I think I was. I think I was. <laughs> and uh and let's just summarize Dave's feminine hygiene he gets um he gets whatever douche shampoo and he definitely <laughs> applies it to the one hole he has you know the problem with my shampoo is i i have to apply this shampoo to everywhere but the top of my fucking head i got hair all <laughs> over my it? it's wild you know <laughs> it's so wild isn't it how that happens like how does hair why does it choose to come out here instead of up there where i fucking want it <laughs> It makes no sense. It comes. I I have to cut my nose hair and my ear hair more than I have to cut the top of my fucking head. It makes no sense. Why is this happening? I can I can brush my chest hair. Good lord, I can brush. I could probably braid it, which is why I shave sometimes. Sometimes I manscape. There you go. Yeah. So I think we have a coupon for that too. Manscape code Wolfpack. I think it's twenty percent. Boom. All right. Well, guys, thanks for hanging out with us on this latest edition of Off the Cuff. And uh, if you don't think we're bringing you the best hard-hitting law enforcement-related news, well, then you're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. You should go listen to Oprah or something. Hell yeah. yeah. Go watch. You probably watch The View if you think that. Oh, God. That's Ugh. disgusting. That's right. so gross. Till next time, we love you all. Goodbye.